Corinthians tonight, First Corinthians tonight, and I sure do appreciate all the singing, and I thank God for a church where we have so much talent, and to hear people sing for the Lord, it's a blessing, and uh, I have actually been in a few services when people have the ability to sing, and the pastor asks them to come up and sing, and they say, well, I don't feel like it. God help us. Amen. Thank God for those who are willing uh, to bless us with their talent that God has given them. As the preacher said, we appreciate the good meal today. And uh, I hope someone got a picture of Brother Laddie with that hat on. And uh, that was priceless. Amen. And so we enjoyed the day. And so uh, honored that I got to be here. I love this church. I thank God for Bible Baptist Church. And a great fault that we are a part of it. And always look forward to every time that we get to be here. It's not a whole lot throughout the year, but we're grateful for that. 1 Corinthians tonight, chapter 12, and I want to give you what God has given me. And when Brother Laddie contacted me back in March and the Lord worked it out where we could come, I began to pray and seek the Lord's face for the messages that he would put upon my heart. And so I put this one together, never have preached it before, and so I'll probably stay closer to my notes you pray for us that God would help us. Look in verse 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 12. The Bible said, For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jew or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not of the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, who, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, then where were the smelling? But now God, hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. The eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. Those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more, more abundant honor, and on, on our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which is lacked, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another." And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. The Lord would help me tonight. I want to preach on the importance of every member. The importance of every member. Now, by the way of introduction, we see that first of all, of course, the church has 
a master. We know that Jesus is uh, the head of the church. He is uh, the chief cornerstone. Amen. And then, of course, there is a minister. There is the shepherd. Thank God for the man of God we preached about today. There's only one shepherd in the church. You don't have 14 bosses trying to tell everybody what to do. Uh, the deacon board, uh, everybody submits to the authority of the man of God. Uh, can I say if you go to a church uh, and the man of God is not in charge, uh, there is chaos in that congregation because you don't have a man in charge. Amen. Thank God for a preacher that will take charge as God ordained him to do. Then can I say, thirdly, there's a message of the church and that is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The church is not to elevate anybody, but it is to brag and exalt upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And they just sang, thank God, I'm glad we need Jesus and he's all that we need. Fifty years of being saved, I can say to you, uh, uh, thank God he's all that I need. Uh, everything I've ever needed, he supplied, he did it. It's because of him. I'd have been in hell. Thank God with my back broke, but I'm not tonight because of him. Hallelujah. Amen. We find the message of the church. The mission of the church uh, is to reach the world with the gospel. You know, we send missionaries uh, to foreign countries, and we ought to. And we have home missions, and we ought to. But you know, you and I are missionaries as well. We're to reach our neighbors and our families and our co-laborers. Amen. The mission of the church uh, is to reach the world with the gospel. Can I say number five? Then he deals with the members. Look in verse 14 through 16, he talks about the position in the body. Now, everybody, Brother Sam, has a different part. He talked about the foot, first of all. You know what that is? That is the lowest part of the body. That may be that individual that hardly ever gets recognized. That may be that one that seems like they're less important. But can I tell you something about your foot? It holds all the weight of your body. I say for some of us, uh, our poor feet have been putting up a lot. Amen. But the truth of the matter is, uh, our feet uh, are just as important. Some of y'all just get it. But anyway, uh, the truth of the matter is sometimes you may feel very less important. You may feel you don't sing and you don't play the piano. But I'm telling you every member tonight of the Bible Baptist Church uh, is important. It don't matter that no one sees you. It don't matter that you don't get in front of anybody. And the fact is that you're a member of this church. You're important to the body. Amen. Talked about the lowest part. Then he talked about the laboring part. He talked about the hand. The hand is the one who are full of good works. Uh, the instrument of communication and action. Me and Brother Lamar was talking about it there. Uh, there in, at the, the supper table this afternoon or lunch table. About how that even Jesus said that the laborers are few. 
and the laborers are few. Thank God for those in the church who will labor. Amen. I know sometimes as you get older, your body won't let you physically labor as you used to for the work of God. But you can still bow your head and pray for the church and pray for the man of God. I'm telling you, there's a work that everybody can do. You can still get on the phone and call people. You can still find the white pages and pick up numbers and invite people to the house of God I heard a man say that well, one of his best members bring more than anybody all she does is get on the phone uh, all day long and go down the white pages uh, and call and invite uh, people to the house of God I'm telling you we are to labor amen he said he talked about the hand then he talked about the ear which is the listener you know thank God for those who hear and heed the word of God. Hallelujah. You know what? I'm, I'm grateful for those who enjoy Bible preaching. I thank God for the young man and these young men testifying tonight how that they appreciate a church where they can hear the word of God. I'm glad there's not a famine of the word of God here. It's really important tonight to be a listener and hear and obey the word of God. Amen. You may not have the ability to teach or to preach but I tell you what the preacher would want a church full of people that would hear and listen and obey the word of God amen you know you can make announcement about something that's coming five weeks in a row and sure enough somebody on that day said well I didn't know about that you know why because we're not listening amen he talked about uh, the ear the list then he talked about the eye and that is the light uh, that is the member who can receive light and use it for the good of the body that is the one that will shed and spread the light of the world uh, and give out the gospel not everybody has uh, uh, that boldness to share the gospel you ought to pray for that that you could be be more uh, to give out to the gospel. Amen. To be part of the light uh, and to be able to share uh, the good news. Uh, amen. Everybody can physically go on visitation, but everybody can give out a gospel track now and then. Amen. The members we find, uh, he talked about the light. Uh, he talked about the position of the body. Then verse 17 and 18, he talked about the placing of the body. He gives a distinction here. He said that if everybody was an eye, he said then we were all instructors, then who would be the ears to listen? And if we were all ears, uh, and then who would be doing the preaching and the teaching? You see, you've got to have everything. And he said, uh, if there was no smelling, uh, then who would be the one to sniff out trouble? Amen. Who would be the one uh, to watch out for heresy? So it's important, uh, the distinction. Uh, there are some tonight uh, in this building, you're the ear. There are some, you're the eye. There are some, you're the feet. But can I say uh, that every one of us uh, are important uh, to the body of Christ. There's nobody here tonight above anybody else. Nobody here tonight better than anybody else. Thank God we're all part of the body of Christ. I'm glad Jesus is our head. Thank God he has it under control. I'm glad 
Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, that he he don't ever get in a mess, but we do sometimes. But thank God he don't. Amen. Talked about the distinction of the body, the placing of the body. He said, not only that, but the direction. Here's what he said in verse 18. He said, but now hath God set the members. Can I tell you, if God puts you here, you better be careful getting upset and going somewhere else. If God placed you at Bible Baptist Church, then God put you here as he hath set you. God allowed me, Brother Jeff, to become a member here almost eight years ago. God has sent me into this church. And of the Lord willing, uh, if it be His will, I plan on staying here until they put me in the ground or thank God or the trumpet sounds. Amen? Uh, God, listen, I hear people say, well, God led me to leave. Well, where are you going? Well, I don't know that. He didn't tell me that. I don't believe that. I don't believe God wants you to leave somewhere without telling you where you're going. You're not Abraham. Amen. I believe that God will direct you if he tells you to leave. It's because he's got somewhere else for you to go. Amen. Amen. You see, there's direction. And then we see his divine pleasure, he said. He said he set us all, set him everyone in the body as it hath pleased him. But David, I, I thought about Today that y'all came all the way from California. I came from South Carolina. But Brian came from Virginia. Others have come from different places. But God in his sovereign will, as Brother Ladd, as it pleased him, put us all into one body. What about that? Uh, think about this. Had we not known Jesus, I'd have never met you. Brother Laddie, had it not been for God, I'd have never been able to sit and fellowship with you and rejoice together in the house of God. Amen. But thank God in His good pleasure, He allowed every one of us uh, to become a part of the Bible Baptist Church. And I thank God tonight uh, for this church. I thank God what it stands for. I thank God for it mission. I thank God for its message. I thank God for the man of God. I thank God for everyone that is here tonight. I say glory to God for the Bible Baptist Church. I'd rather be a member here anywhere I know. I say glory to God. Thank God for our church. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad. I'm glad to be a member of the church. Amen. I say hallelujah. What a blessing to be a member of the Bible Baptist Church. Amen. His divine leadership, his sovereign will, he put us here. But Brian, you came from a great church. But he had a plan for you in this church. What about that? Brother Danny, you had a great church. But he uses you to fit and help this body. What about that? That we all, Brother Sam, we all are a part of this local assembly. I believe the body of Christ, but I also believe in that local church, Brother Jeremy. I thank God I'm a part of a local church. I had a man many years ago, he said unto me, 
uh, I can't seem to find a church to go to, so I'm going to send you my tithe. And I said, oh, no, you're not. That goes into local church. I said, you're not getting me in trouble with God. Amen. I said, I'll give you the address of my church that I go to, and you can send it there. Amen. Because I am a local church man. Absolutely. We see the, uh, the position of the body, the placing of the body. Then we see verse 19 through 24, the preeminence of the body. He tells us in 19 through 21 how that every member is important, none above the other, and no one without the other. Do you know what? If you are part of this body, and you're not sick, and you're not working, and you're not out in ministry, you're just staying at the house, do you know the body cannot function as good as it could if you were there? Because you are part of that body. God had designed and in His divine will put you in this body. Amen. Uh, people need to get a hold of that. Uh, when we just lay out, uh, we hinder the body. Because we are part of that body. And we're supposed to be there together. Can you imagine a body that some of the parts are missing? It's so important that we come uh, together to serve God together because we are one body. Amen. Amen. We see the importance. Then we see the inclusion. Verse 22 and 23. He talked about those who are more feeble. Those who are less favorable. <laughs> Let's just be honest. He talked about the uncomely parts. You know, those who kind of like to stick their nose in everybody else's business. Amen right there. Uh, those who like to stir up trouble. Those who would rather argue than eat breakfast. Uh, you can look at me and tell me I'd rather eat breakfast. Praise God. I've met some of them. They, they seem to get in a mess. And I've seen churches I've been in. I mean, where people, uh, they'll start something. I mean, they can't stand it. Everything's going good. And so they've got to get over here and try to stir up something. Do not let the devil use you uh, to stir up something in the house of God. Amen. Don't let the devil make a tool out of you to cause conflict in the house of God. But guess what? Even those members that drive you nuts, uh, amen, uh, they're still important as the others. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm not calling any names, Brother Lad. No, I'm just kidding. Amen. Brother Lad picked on me this morning when I got here. said if I, he knew I was preaching, he wouldn't have come. Amen. And so, but anyhow, but what I'm saying is that there is the inclusion that we include everybody, even though they're maybe more feeble. Maybe, Brother Chris, they fall a lot. Maybe they're weak spiritually. He said, you know what? They're just as important, Brother Keith, than anybody else. There is nobody in this church tonight is less important than the other. No matter what you do, no matter what you don't do, God puts you here and you're a part of this body. Sometimes I hear people say, well, it don't seem like there's nothing there that I can do. I feel left out. Well, go find something to do. 
I remember this fellow I was preaching a revival for, and he told me these fellows were leaving because they said they couldn't find nothing to do in the church. And it was a small church. There was plenty to do in that church. It's just they didn't want to do it there. Are you listening to me? Uh, thank God, the old song says, uh, thank God bloom where God planted you. God put you here. Find something to do for the glory of God right here at the Bible Baptist Church. Amen. If it's playing an instrument, if it's singing, teaching Sunday school going out on visitation whatever it is though we must be more feeble we're still included amen we see the importance the inclusion but then we see in verse 23 and 24 the instruction here's what he said brother Grant that one that is less favored that one that's feeble he said we're to adorn them we're to make them less he said, those who are less honorable, we're to make them more honorable. You know what? He said, we're to clothe them. We're to help them so they're not more feeble. You understand what I'm saying? We're to help them so maybe they're not uh, the less favorable amongst us. He said, we're to adorn them. Then he said, we're to give them attention. We're to give them care. We're to help them, train them. A friend of mine, he's a head usher of a big Baptist church in up, up north. And uh, he said a young man came to him, brother lad, and he said, I, I want to help usher. He said, all right, let me teach you some things and train you a little bit. And told him he had to put on a tie and different things. And he said a few weeks in, brother David, a, a lady came to him and said, I just want you to know right now, that young man ain't no usher. He sure ain't you. Well, the head usher's been doing it for 25 years. And he said to me, what should I do? I said, you help that boy. If he wants to be a part of that, then you train him. I said, you ask her if there's something morally wrong with the boy, that makes a difference. But if there isn't, just because she don't like him doesn't mean that he is not important to be you. You know what? Everybody here tonight has different personalities. And sometimes some people will rub you the wrong way. But that don't make them any less important than everybody else amen because we are part of the same body hallelujah amen we are part he said we're to give tension he said we're to appreciate them we're to have them more abundant honor we're to give them more abundant honor we're to appreciate them those who seem to be more feeble those who are more uncomely, those who are more unfavorable, we're to try to make them more favorable. We adorn them. You understand what I'm saying tonight? We try to help them to become what they're supposed to be for the glory of God. Then he said, number four, the preference of the body. You know what he said in verse 25? He said that there should be no schism in the body. That simply means a division. You know how you do that? Number one, by having no preferential cliques in the church. No cliques in the church. See, when you have cliques in the church, those who feel left out, they get jealous. And then they'll find the others that got left out, and they'll get together, and then they start talking about those who've kind of pushed them out. That is why that you don't have a clique. You're in to include everybody. 
Uh, can I say there's nothing special about you? And there's nothing special about me? And we are not uh, to be in our own little clique. Uh, amen. Uh, I'm telling you, Jesus died for every one of us. Uh, we were all just as rotten and worthless uh, as we could be had it not been for the grace of God. I'm telling you, we'd be in hell tonight. Thank God there's nobody here above anybody else. You're no better than anybody else. And I tell you what, cliques do. They cause division. Amen. I don't know why I'm preaching. I'm just doing what God told me to preach tonight. I was a member of one church. And I'm telling you, you're talking about cliquish. I was there for eight months, me and Patty, and they still had not accepted us. We were outsiders, and we were members. And I remember one Wednesday night, we went home, and I said, I don't know. I don't know if they're ever going to accept us. And then, boom, one day they did. I got in. Wow. I couldn't believe it. They accepted us. You know what's amazing? Bible Baptist Church, you feel welcomed. Y'all just loved all over my dad. My dad loved this place. To be honest with you, when I come, no one says anything about we miss you. They'll say, boy, we still miss your dad. <laughs> and he's been in heaven almost three years, which that's hard to believe. But the truth of the matter is, hallelujah, that that's the way it's supposed to be. That we're to open our arms when new people come and become a part of Bible Baptist Church. We're to love on them, not shun them, not push them out because they're not just like us. I've got news for you. Nobody's perfect tonight. Nobody is going to fit your little mold. But I got news for you, friend. You probably don't fit their mold either. But we can still fellowship one with another because we're the same body. Amen. Amen. No cliques cause division. No preferential care. Caring for some above the others. No one's to be neglected in the house of God. Because, Brother Andrew, we're part of the same body. Hallelujah. The Bible Baptist Church. I'm glad to be a part of this body. Brother Black, I'm even glad you're a part of this body. Hallelujah. I love old Brother Black. Amen. We find the preference of the body. Can I say number five, the, the partnership of the body. And I'm done. He said in verse 26, that we, whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. You know what? When people are hurting, Brother Blake, there's a few things we can do. Number one, we can give our affection, our sympathy. Number two, we can also give our avocation. We can pray. I appreciate Sister Donna always keeping up with those prayer requests. What I do, Brother Thomas, I did it when that situation happened to you. As soon as I get it, I stop what I'm doing. I pray right then so I don't forget. 
And I pray for the matters that I get put on that list. There may be some day that I'll be on there, that I'll need your prayer. I'm glad, thank God, we can pray for one another. Hallelujah. There's no doubt in my mind the prayers of God people, God moved on your daddy's behalf. What about that? Hallelujah. I'm glad he is able. Amen. Thank God for the prayer of God's people. I'm glad God lets his people pray and it moves the hand of God. I'm glad prayer still moves God's hand. Amen. Amen. And sometimes we have to take action when those who are hurting We encourage them. Maybe give them a call. Let them know we're praying for them. Sometimes we have to put effort with that. And maybe we have to do something for them. Give them something or whatever. Because why? They're a part of the body. I've never been one for those people that come to churches looking for something. Oh, they want to come to get a handout. You know, they come and tell you a sob story and and if you give it to them in about three, four weeks, they come back with a different story. I'm not for none of that nonsense. I, that is why I don't give money to people on a corner because you don't know how most, most of the time they're going to burn that up in booze and drugs and I'm not going to be a part of that. I'll buy a man a, man a hamburger any day of the week, but I'm not going to give him any money. But when it comes to the people of God, that's a different story. Amen. He said those who are hurting and then lastly those who are being honored. You know, when God blesses somebody in this life, temporal things, we ought to be thrilled about that. We really should. I remember, it's almost five years ago, but Sean, I built my house. And I remember the church was as excited for us as we were. That's the way it's supposed to be. We've been living in that camper for three and a half years. We was ready for the house, praise God. Brother Stephen's building a house. You know what? I'm excited for him. I keep texting him and he'll send me some pictures. I'm thrilled beyond measure that God has allowed him to build a house. I'm thrilled if you drive in here with a brand new Mercedes. I'll say, praise God. Take me for a spin. Amen. We ought to be blessed with our brother's blessings. Amen. I was at a church in North Carolina years ago as a member, and uh, I bought me a a fancy watch. I liked it. It was in 1998, and it cost $400. Wow. I was was working a little bit more then. I was just getting started in evangelism. Had to put on layaway for six months. Anybody remember layaway? I I put on layaway. Well, there's a fellow in the church. He just didn't like my watch. He made two or three comments about me spending $400 on a watch. But here's the problem, Brother Mar. That man went and spent 4000 on a four-wheeler. I've only spent 400 on the watch, and he spent 4000 on a four-wheeler. And so when I got to preach the next time, I said, hey, I said, some of y'all got a problem with my watch. I spent $400 on it. I said, you bought a $4,000 four-wheeler. I said, I'm not upset with you. I just want you to buy another one, and I'll go riding with you, praise God. Hey, That's all it's about, friend. We ought to be blessed with our brother's blessings. Amen. I will have to say he never said nothing else about my watch. Amen. Can you imagine that? Complaining about my watch when he bought a $4,000 four-wheeler. You ought to be blessed with your brother's blessings. Hallelujah. I'm thrilled beyond measure the church was able to do that for the man of God and system to lead it today. 
That's wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. When it comes to temple things, Brother Jeremy, if you've got so much work that it'll take you 10 years to finish, I say praise God for that. Hallelujah. Amen. But not only temple things, but spiritual things. When God blesses a man and uses him, we ought to be thrilled and not jealous. Brother Lamar, if you text me and said, Brother Barnes, man, we was in a school meeting and we had 20 teenagers get saved. You know what I'd probably do? Run a lap. It wouldn't matter where it was at. I'd say, praise God. We need 25 people saved every day, everywhere in America and in the world. I'm not, hey, I don't get upset when God is using somebody. I thank God somebody is getting saved. Somebody is getting right with God. Somebody is getting some help from the Lord. If you sing and God uses you, I say hallelujah. If you preach, if you teach, God uses you, I say hallelujah. Thank God for you. Amen. We should not, we should be honored that they're honored. Brother Grant, we should be blessed when you get blessed. It's one thing I appreciate about my dad. If somebody testified, Brother Lad, they got in on it. Son, he shouted as much for you as he did for himself. It just encouraged him when somebody else, Brother David, when they got it. He just couldn't help himself. Amen? That's the way it should be. That we ought to be blessed. Sometimes we have this problem. We all have done it before. I have, you have. You look around and say, well, how come God hasn't blessed me like he's blessed them? Just be satisfied with what God's given you. And he may give you what he's given them. Amen. You know one of the hardest things it was to do when we were younger? Patty was never able to have children. And when she was healthy enough and was able to go faithfully all the time, we had all them baby showers. And you know what she did? She went to everyone and bought a gift. And thrilled for them, Brother Lamar, that they's going to have a child with that yearning inside for a child. You see, that's the way it's supposed to be. That we ought to be thrilled and excited for what God does in your life. Amen. We're part of the body. Let's stand if you would, please. I don't really know what kind of invitation to give. I just want to give you what God gave me. The body. Maybe you need to ask the Lord to help you when it comes to clicks and comes to things in the body that you would not be a hindrance or a tool of the devil to hinder the body. Maybe you want to just come and thank God for the Bible Baptist Church. I do not know. <clears throat> I just know it's what God laid upon my heart. May God help us tonight. Brother Sam, go ahead. If you